Play the fucking intro. Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 200 and what are we on? 46? 246. 246. Ah, uh, now that is interesting. We're counting by twos now. That is interesting. I yeah. like it. This is the <laughs> oh man, this is the even numbered episode. 246. We'll never we won't have another one until we get to 81,011. <laughs> no, 81,012. There we go. There you go. 8, 10, 12. <laughs> Six. No, yeah, that wouldn't work. Yep, you got it. Uh, <laughs> as per usual, the, it, the episode will be interesting because we're going to play a lot of great, cool music. That's what we do. So <laughs> let's get into it. We are going to get into some new stuff that has come out recently, will be coming out. You know how it goes. If it's the first time joining us, thank you for joining us. Uh, we are going to start way back at the beginning of the year on January 1st of 2022. I got to get used to saying 2022, so I'm not <laughs> mistakenly calling it 2021 anymore. We're getting there. We're getting there. Right? We'll be able to say 2022 as a reactionary impulse by uh, November, maybe. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, starting on the first, Forever Unclean, they released. Best on Disconnect Disconnect Records. Mad Mulligan's released Action Men EP. We played a track off of that. Uh, Monster Squad released I Love Punk EP. A couple of their tracks, previous tracks, re-recorded. I think right now it might only be on cassette, but you can definitely go to the Rant Camp and purchase that. Fight the Future released Golden Door EP. Whole Hog released Live at Transplants Brewery. Mad World, all one word, released Please Rewind. That was a single. RG6. They're a band from Russia. Uh, the letters, I don't know how to pronounce them in Russian, but I did get a translation ahead of time. Do Not Pass is what that EP translates to. It's really good. I just picked it up this morning. On the second, The Throwaways, they released Kill Me. That's a single. On the third, Altoids released Siempre and Vivo. On the fourth, Los Pepes, they released... The Happiness Program. On the 6th, Time for Choosing released Five Years in Hell. That's an EP. On the 7th, After the Fall released Isolation. That was on Melodic Punk Style. On the 7th, also there's a lot of releases on the 7th, Abrasion released Born to be Betrayed EP on Indecision Records. Disco Mostro released a Mostro Pascia. Mostro Pascia? Dead 77 released Demons on the 7th. Be on the lookout soon. Probably the next episode. We'll be playing some tracks we didn't get around to when we did the interview. So uh, if you haven't checked out the new one there, Dead 77 Demons came out on the 7th. The Carbon Parade released a new single called Trash Life. Revanche released Revanche. <laughs> That's an EP on Primator Crew. Primator Crew had two other releases. Sorted Ship, the album being Vague Digital. And... Ad Vitam with the self-titled EP. And finally on the 7th, the Beaters Band released Ntofo Nel Passato. And if you haven't heard us play them here or me play them over on Punkanoi Worldwide, that's an Italian band that takes a lot of classic like uh, 50s tunes and that's that style of music and kind of punks them up. 
Nice. And you'll get a, quite a few uh, on that Untufo nel Passato. I've heard that as like a no effects covering Johnny B. Good. There you one go. Time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just that and more of a uh, more of a compilation of sorts. Right. They're just I would say fifties infused punk. And it's not rockabilly. <laughs> That's right. That is right. The uh, Splats on the ninth released a new single called "Thy Destroyer Is Divine." Paranoid, which has some Japanese writing because they are very samurai influenced, but they're a band from Sweden, just so you know. But when you look them up, it'll be Paranoid, and it's probably Paranoid in Japanese. My guess is. On the tenth, they released a two-track EP, Tatari. On the fourteenth. Coming out, uh, The Hope Conspiracy. They will be releasing Death Knows Your Name Deluxe. That'll be a reissue. Alarm Signals releasing Aesthetic de, de Weiderstans on the 14th. The Drowns are releasing Know Who You Are, which is a single. I think it's a two-track single. Tolt Shock is releasing Retrospective 1999 through 2003 on UVPR. And... What else we got there? Oh, the 15th, the Serial Killers is, are releasing <laughs> Snap, Crackle, Pop, Punk. And then finally, Fast Eddie will be releasing on the 21st, Take a Look. I know there's going to be a lot of other releases in between here and the 21st. Just uh, listen to the next episode, and I'll update you with what we come across. Eric, what have you found? What do you got to add? Well, I do. I had the Hope Conspiracy re-release to, uh, to add. <laughs> and I have been, I've been listening to the original one today, and... Yeah, it's some good stuff that that classic Swedish death metal infused metalcore, a lot of uh a lot of blast beats, a lot of uh, tremolo riffing and a lot of melodies just uh, grazed on top of that heaviness. Yeah, it's a lot of good stuff. They have some they have some good songs on there and I mean I mean, yeah, just the fact that I saw that it, this was getting re-released, it kind of reignited. Oh, yeah, I remember these guys. I gotta check them out again. <laughs> so I did, and I'm like, okay, good. People still give a shit about them. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently that's the uh, go-to album. So, if anything, listen to the original, man. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, on top, of, on top of that, there's really nothing else new, at least not to where I've been paying attention. Uh, so... Yeah, I've been I've been preoccupied with a with quite a few other things this last week. So. Fair enough. Well, what we're yeah. occupied with today is including new music. Uh, yeah. it looks like your release just came out a couple weeks ago, so that's pretty new. It is pretty new. This is the one that I've been waiting for. This is the newest EP from Salt Lake Hardcore in general. I am talking of the EP Elder from the band Absolved. Absolved. Yep, they are a uh, kind of an SLCHC supergroup, as it is composed of members from Victim to None, Mandalore, and Despite Despair, and also Untamed Engine. That's a band I do not know at all. <laughs> Victim to None, I know they're pretty recent. Same thing with Mandalore and Despite Despair. They are now uh, kind of being hailed as uh, veterans, as they've been around for more than five years. So, <laughs> all right, that's what... That's what ails you as a uh, stalwart in today's underground scene. You look at some of the bands throughout hardcore and punk rock who have existed, and you're lucky if you make it to two years. (laughs) (laughs) I've been in plenty bands that were not around for six months, even. (laughs) You know, like kind of a one EP, two shows, maybe three, and yep, 
We're kind of done. Yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a common tale, my friends. It Looks happens. Like, yeah, just about as common. We're in uh, pop music. You have the one-hit wonders. Right. Oh, yeah. And what's the saying? Not all marriages are a match made in heaven. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I mean, if you want to get a if you want to get a semi in depth uh, fictionalized uh, retelling of bands that are of that caliber, they wrote one good song and everybody loved it to death and they burned out on it really quickly. It's a Tom Hanks movie called uh, uh, "That Thing You Do." You're right. Yeah, and I remember towards the end when the band had fizzled out, he was he was doing his little uh, the little Tom Hanks spiel, the trademark. Uh, the trademark speech that Tom Hanks get in pretty much every movie right. he's in. But he does say a very profound line where it's like, oh, yeah, it's the one-hit wonder. Yep, one band releases one song that everyone loves. It's a very common tale. Well, I'm sorry, it looks like you're done. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know how we quite got to that, but absolved. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was talking about the longevity of... Uh, of hardcore bands, and yeah, the majority of them is uh, not even a year. Anyway, uh, hopefully this is not the case for Absolved, because the El- the EP they released, Elder, is fantastic. It is a great front-to-back EP. It is in high standing for uh, my favorite EPs that were released uh, last year. Like I said, this just came out last month on the 20th. And yeah, it is worth every single note. And I also love that they released it on a numerical palindrome on 12, 20th, 21. So one, two, two, zero, two, one. Right. Yeah, almost, almost close. a palindrome. But <laughs> it's as close as they could get, and it's pretty awesome. Right. I think it's awesome. It's just really weird. The 22nd <laughs> would have been a better day. Yeah, 22nd. <laughs> yep, or the match. 11th. <laughs> I know. <laughs> or the... Uh, yeah, twelve twenty one twelve. <laughs> now that would have been a that would have been crazy. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just stalling, I guess. Anyway, like I said, it's a great EP front to back. But the song that stood out to me the most is Crayola Oblongata. Yeah, it's a weird thing to wrap your head around. You got Crayola, which really was invented by the company that makes the crayons. And it's derived from French, where it's like a crea is French for chalk, and ola is a, uh, also kind of a French way to say uh, stick, pretty much. So it's like a chalk stick. Okay. <laughs> so so yeah. Anyway, oblongata. That's uh, that's derivative of the body part in the brain, the medulla oblongata, which actually is a is a nerve that goes down the spinal cord. And it activates all the reflexes that you have in your body. The inadvertent movements that that you have without thinking. So, I don't know. That's just sort of like a reflexive art, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. That's just uh, that's a little too much deep thinking for a hardcore song. So, <laughs> at least for the title. But... All that, uh, all that diving aside, the song itself, let's listen to it. It's really good. <laughs>
classic melodic hardcore song got a lot of stuff in there reminds me of uh the likes of verse and the likes of comeback kid where it's still very heavy very in your face but be damned if you can't sing along <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i gotta hand it out to uh, uh to all the guys here uh jacob mike cody nick and tyson all these guys the ones that I know of, Mike, he's from Mandalore. Nick, he's been in uh, so many bands. He's a drummer's drummer, that man. And uh, and Tyson, he's a hell of a bassist. I really like that guy a lot. I like his style. And I like this band style. And yeah, as to the title of this song, it is still very opaque. It just, uh, for most, it will fall on deaf ears. But what shouldn't fall on deaf ears is the lyrics. It is uh, just calling out people who... Uh, maybe you picked up on some of the lyrics in there is like uh, you're falling behind the times, you're uh, not updating. And my favorite is like you're wearing your victimhood as a badge of honor. <laughs> Where it's like if you're letting your past rule your present, you're not going to have a future. You know? Just like that thing I was talking about as the end cap last week. The people who are like self-inflicted victimization. <laughs> right. Where it's like thinking... Like you don't belong in this uh, in this community just because you had a a decent upbringing, <laughs> or you didn't have any bad shit happen to you. <laughs> uh, it's uh, that's a whole other can of worms. But yes, the lyrics they are, yeah, they're not exactly quite objective, and they're not exactly very straightforward. At least as far as getting the message across, they still are getting the message across, but in lyrics that are like. Yeah, you gotta sit and think on this for a minute. <laughs> so I appreciate that, and uh, any hardcore band that does that, because 
as they're saying, they're living by the lyrics, you know, they're calling out people who aren't changing with the times and not evolving. These guys show that they are evolved. Nice. So, yep. Absolved. Evolved. <laughs> Hardcore evolved and nice. proper. So, yeah, check out the rest of the Elder EP. I recommend it. And, yeah, they will be playing a few shows. They are a, yeah, they are a very new band. They've only been around for a few months. And all of a sudden, the CP comes out of nowhere. And it's like, okay, who the fuck are these guys now? These guys are awesome. When are they playing a show? Oh, they are playing a show. <laughs> also with Despite Despair. But we will get to that when uh, the show inches closer. Excellent. Well, I am going to be playing a couple 2021 releases, but be on the lookout uh, next episode. I think it'll be a couple 22 releases. We'll be on to some 2022, be phasing out less and less 2021 releases most likely, but I still have more of those to come, but not next episode. This episode, though, <laughs> B-Squadron, we have two back-to-back -back, uh, new tracks from bands from the UK. First one coming from Leicester. The band is... B Squadron, cool band. They released the single Pals. Uh, I think I played that track over on Punk and Oil Worldwide, probably around like September-ish because they released it back then. Uh, and I didn't know that the album came out. So Everything You Hate came out October 15th. I just came across this within the last probably two weeks. So here we are. We're going to listen to a track off of Everything You Hate came out October 15th. Great band, B Squadron. I like them. Uh, let's get into the track 1982. You remember 82 Kids to kill, sniffing blue Punks and skinheads, war and peace We ain't scared of no pop police Shut your fucking mouth We don't give a fuck We've got our own eyes Take your punk rock run I'm a customer Used to be a bad disaffected Now it's all disinfected Water down, squeaky clean PC wankers kill the scene Shut your fucking mouth I tell us what to do We don't give a fuck And I don't think of you We got our own eyes I'll see it for ourselves Take your blood wrong road And fuck up somewhere Shut your fucking mouth I tell us what to do We don't give a fuck And I don't get from you We've got our own eyes I'll see it for ourselves Take your punk rock roll And fuck up somewhere else Never mind, no piece of juice they control who what you do One law for them, one for you Would last five minutes in 82 Shut your fucking mouth I tell us what to do We don't give a fuck And I don't think of you We've got our own eyes I'll see you for ourselves 
From the UK, a song called 1982. I think that means something. <laughs> I think it might too. Uh, cool band. I like that they are, th- that's just the normal band's sound, but it sounds like something that would have been created and recorded back in 1982. Oh, yeah. It, it definitely has that same energy and that same, uh, that same atmosphere to it. Yeah, it gets... Uh, I get a lot of the old school exploited and uh, GBH vibes on there. Right. Where it was like, uh, it was just kind of on the precipice, you know? It's leaning over the edge before it just dives into how hard and how aggressive it really can be. Exactly. So it's like they were still testing the waters. That's what this uh, reminds me of. So good on you guys, B Squadron. You guys are living up to your, you're living up to the, the culture. Right. Sounding like the classics, and I'm sure that's uh, bands that influence them. Where the bands oh, create. You could say game. that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, I think we hear a little Aretha Franklin in there, maybe. <laughs> I hear a little Lionel Richie. <laughs> nice. That's funny. <laughs> it's, a, it's one of the things where uh, a, a while back the ill will. Uh, zine on their Instagram was doing a poll like, uh, what's your favorite Salt Lake hardcore band? And my band got on a few of them. Awesome. And I was, and I commented on there, it's like, well, thanks, but I don't see how you see us as a hardcore band. We call ourselves alternative noisy garage funk. Dot <laughs> 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 XP. <laughs> we like to fuck with people that way. Well, I like to. I'm the one who handles most of the Instagram work anyway. That's cool. <coughs> well, next one, they're also from England, uh, West York. Uh, I assume Yorkshire because it's... Yorkshire. Yes. It says West York's slash C.O. Durham. So uh, I am not familiar enough with the geography there in England, but that's where they're from. Uh, just a couple weeks after the last release, uh, from the 15th, we're going up to November 9th. So about two, just a little over two months old. Uh, another one that I just came across in the last couple of weeks. I think they were both released on Rebellion Records. So when I got an updated email on some new stuff Rebellion Records put out, that's when I realized, oh, well, I missed these two. And Thankless Graft, they release a self-titled Thankless Graft. We'll check out a track off of it. It's called Gentrified. We'll see what you think.
I like the vocals in that style, that gruff, uh, yeah, almost growling. You know, when it's coming by, but not like you're you're six feet under. Not that I'm opposed to that, but that's like growling. I can't fucking understand half the time. <laughs> Uh, six feet under, they're uh, bad on multiple levels, but right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yes, the uh, but yeah, I do like that where it's uh, trying to uh, kind of encapsulate slash uh, slash imitate uh, Lemmy's voice. Yes, that was a that was another one that was like a that just really brought uh, rock rock and roll down to its bare bones structure was right. yeah. Lemmy was just like, you don't even have to be a good singer. You just, you just shout and try and make a melody out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked for him. Sure Actually, did. Actually, I think it was just trying to find an excuse to not smoke anymore, but it still worked for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like how that come across there with Thankless Graft. I had not heard them previous to this. I was familiar with B-Squadron and some previous releases they'd put out, but not with Thankless Graft. And I really like what they were doing with the, the one guitar in there. It's kind of that uh, almost oriental guitar sounding. Mm. You know, and I say that because that, you know, the Orient through the Southern Asia, through India, you kind of hear that that type of sound. And it's probably not even that, yeah. but that's just kind of that, that guitar, that extra guitar in there was, was coming across to me. Yeah. It sounds like it would... Uh... Yeah, it sounds like something that would make sense if it was played on a sitar. Sure, sure. And I don't know enough about it, but yes, <laughs> I really liked it. I thought it was uh, a great addition to what they were doing. Eric, let's get on uh, from the new stuff to the older, lesser-known stuff. Yeah, the older stuff from a uh, yeah a band that nobody has ever heard of. Who the fuck knows about Lagwagon? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah, Lagwagon, everybody knows about. Let's talk about feelings and... Hoss and oh man, I don't even remember the names of their albums. They got quite a bit, but yeah, everyone's favorite Lagwagon Records falls on the ones that were released in the '90s. Whereas me, I'm like, yeah, the '90s stuff was good, but I get really burned out easily on skate punk. For um, <laughs> for more information on that, I urge you to revisit why the episode where I played a Pennywise song, <laughs> Lagwagon. <laughs> Falls into the same category for me. They, it's not objectively bad. I'm just like, yep, whatever about it. But the album Hang is, I know I'm in the minority here, my favorite Lagwagon record. <laughs> Every single song on there just rips. It is on there for a reason. It just feels, it just has such a unique flow. And speaking of uniqueness, it doesn't sound like traditional Lagwagon. Sure, you have songs like Rain and In Your Wake that actually have that old school skate punk ferocity, just like, oh, it's all slamming, everything's running. But this one takes some time to slow down and give a little bit more uh, metallic riffing, actually. And I was, I had this on a couple years ago as a great cover to cover album. And I did a few songs on there that were my favorites, but I don't feel like the one that, the ones that I chose really exemplify exemplified what I was uh, just what I was just saying about them bringing in more metal uh, metallic we'll say that they're not <laughs> metal but they are metallic just stuff you'd hear closer to a Black Sabbath song okay in their records even even in a part of this song that I chose it just sounds like it's leading up to a metalcore style breakdown. <laughs> 
yeah, the song in question is uh, Cog in the Machine. And this this was almost an original pick for when I did did Hang as a great cover-to-cover album. So this is kind of me giving it a bit of redemption. It was like between this one and Drag, and I ultimately went with Drag. Still a great song, but Cog in the Machine is going to get the light on it that it deserves, at least in the style of this episode. So here it is from Lagwagon. Oh, 
So yeah, you see what I mean. Not the typical uh, sound you hear on a typical Lagwagon album. Right? <laughs> yeah. As far as the music goes, th- yeah, they're taking a few hard left turns up and down that album. And yeah, for me, it's welcomed. I mean, some people really just uh, saw it as shit. Some people, like the Lagwagon skate punk purists, the dad punks we call them now. <laughs> But, uh, hey, come on, they changed with the times. Remember what I was saying about evolving? <laughs> yeah, well, Lagwagon followed suit in that one. And, yeah, they did it for they did it for the better. But they know the, I know there's not a lot of fan favorites on this one. They don't really play a lot from this record uh, live anymore. At least not what I've seen on recent set lists, anyway. So, yeah, they kind of know where they're... Uh, uh, where their hard hitters lie. And right. it's in the albums between 94 to 99, pretty much. Um, but, but yeah, Cog in the Machine. I really love that one. I love the message behind it. It's basically just talking about the the workers' plight working under people. Just the uh, just that little end cap in the chorus. They only strive for wealth. <laughs> Me and Dustin were getting into this uh, uh, prior to the episode, just talking shit on the big wigs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing I didn't mention, but, you know, when I retired, you, you know, I felt I was good at what I did, but realistically, <laughs> you, you know, working for, I worked for the local government here, Salt Lake County government, and especially with the, that type of work, it doesn't matter how good you are or how valuable you might have been in your position, the wealth of knowledge you might have accrued over... Uh, how many ever years, you're just another cog in the machine. So as soon as you leave for whatever reason, retirement, better opportunities, whatever, you know, a new cog is put into place and it just keeps chugging forward. It doesn't yep. slow down. Yep. We are, we are, what is that? We're brought up as cogs for the machine ever since birth. Right. You know, we go, all the little cogs, they go to the little school for uh, 12 years. And as soon as they graduate, then the new generation of cogs come in. Right. And then they will replace us in the workforce. It's like, you go to school. What next? Uh, you can go to college or get a job. Well, I'll probably go to college. Okay. Now what do I do? Now you get a job. Okay. And then what do you do after that? You start a family and you create a new generation of cogs. Okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, Simplified but accurate. Yep, pretty much. That's the that's the foundation of the uh, of human evolution. Pretty much, we just have a lot more shit that we can do. <laughs> Whatever. It's uh, I don't know. That's how shit goes on this uh, on this planet, this uh, mortal plane. Things go in, things go out. <laughs> it's true. Well, for my older, lesser known, it is a band that uh, I've got a list of uh, bands that I hadn't played yet, uh, haven't got around to doing on Punkador Worldwide, and so a lot of them are just going to fill these spots in the next, I don't know, it'll probably take quite a few episodes to get through. So I just scroll over my list of about 15 or so, pick one I like that I think kind of fits in for the episode, and I did. The band is Dangers. They, are, I think this is the last album that they've released. They're from Los Angeles, and they released The Bend in the Break on October 14th of 2016. So here we go. It's, you know, five, five years, a little over five years later. I don't think they have anything. I couldn't find anything more recent, but I really like this album. I like this sound. 
we talk about this type of sound. It's hardcore, but we hear about it in bands uh, that that have like less band members. You know, like the two man bands and. Maybe some of them were mm. three-man bands, idols, and so forth. For that kind of style, a hardcore, uh, these guys were doing it back in 2016. The band Dangers, I decided to go with the title track, even though I, I recommend going over to the Bandcamp page and checking out the rest of the album, The Bend and the Break. Okay. Here's the <laughs> release, and we'll see what you think. The title track, The Bend in the Break. Got when I was listening to it earlier, when I was deciding which band I was going to pick, I thought, along with what I described them as previous to, I thought, this sounds like a track another Los Angeles band could have done, and that being the Bronx. Uh-huh. I was hearing a bit of the Bronx. Uh, 
But more so, I was hearing a lot of refused in okay, there. Okay, yeah. Yeah, especially in the vocals. It sounds a lot like uh it sounded a lot like Dennis in there. Nice. Yeah, because I was just like, oh, what does this sound like? And then I started thinking uh uh worms of the senses. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, it's got that same type of delivery on there. So I fucking love the refused. I think they're a badass band, definitely cutting Are you edge. Too? Yeah, it's like they were the band from the nineties. Uh, that were doing it so differently, and now people are just catching on to what they were doing. It's like, okay, we figured out the formula, <laughs> and now we have bands like uh, like Slaves, like Idols, like uh, Uniform, and uh, these guys, respectively. And yeah, each one they have their own different take on it. But I think Refuse was the kind of ground zero for this type of experimental hardcore punk, right? And I love it. <laughs> I eat this shit up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like it too. Uh, that band again, Dangers out of Los Angeles. The Bend in the Break is the name of the album and the name of the song. We're going to do some great cover to cover albums here momentarily. But as you know, at this part of the show, we like to talk about some live shows if we've seen them Yay. or uh, some live shows that might be coming up, some tours, those type of things. I've got a handful of shows to put out there that are out and around. Uh, Eric, what do you got to add? Well, let's see. This whole uh, this whole last week, I had not attended any shows <laughs> either. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was tied up with a lot of uh, uh, different priorities. I mean, Saturday night, I didn't even go out Saturday night. I spent six hours <laughs> finishing recording and editing the newest episode coming out on Lead Melodies. Dedication was, there, yeah. It was supposed to be out this week, but some other shit happened that uh, that stalled me a little bit. So it's coming out next Monday, but uh, yeah, this is kind of a premature uh, promo. I will repeat, I will repeat and reinstate that episode two will be coming out next Monday. It is on the Soldiers of Destruction album, Cause and Effect. Nice. I do a deep dive on this one, and you can also listen to the. Last episode that I put out, the one of Amigo the Devil's Born Against. Great one. That was a great album. But this episode, I feel like I one-upped everything. Basically because I had the blessing from uh, John Feeney, their drummer, uh, to use the music in this uh, episode. Awesome. So yeah, there will be snippets of the songs in there. And I'm like, okay, now I got it. That's why it took so fucking long. (laughs) Just a 40-minute episode It took me... About 40 days to complete. <laughs> so yeah, the the great biblical flood of uh, creating a podcast episode. But hopefully hopefully it shines through. Anyway, so yeah, I didn't see uh, much of any of the shows. I know that the uh, Shipbrain show at your mom's house did get canceled because of the uh, resurgence of CV-19, which really fucking sucks, but... Hopefully, it's not a sign of things to come. Bands are, uh, in hope, maybe in a sense of optimism, still planning tours. There are a couple of big tours that were announced this week with uh, uh, bands like uh, Converge. They're planning their tours. Uh, Lamb of God and Megadeth are heading out on tour once again with the, nice. uh, yeah, with the likes of. Uh, I can't. I can't remember what the other ones are. Maybe Trivium was one of them. Yeah, Trivium was among those, and. And yeah, some shows are getting uh, canceled, but really they're the smaller ones. Because I, I really can't say. Yeah, one of which that is coming up this week, or was coming up this week, was the band Cobra Kai from Oakland. 
and it was going to be inclusive of Power Beer and Marine Corps, and that was supposed to be at Aces, but got canceled because, you know, COVID, shit like that. I don't know. Right? <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's the only one I know that's coming up that was announced and is now canceled, at least for this week. Um, one, one that is coming up uh, sooner is on the 14th of this month being Tacaturn from Arizona, along with uh, Narc Ribbons and Fight the Future opening up for them at the Beehive. And then on the 21st at Aces High, the bands Tact, Violent Unrest, and Suffocator, along with Seinfeld BC. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but that's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm starting to think maybe it's the same setup of that sitcom with uh, just in bi- just in biblical times, maybe <laughs> Seinfeld BC. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be that'd be kind of hilarious. But those are the only shows I got coming up within the next uh, within the next seven to ten days. So, yep, just keep those in mind. But. Don't be surprised if you see a flyer on the social media with a big canceled sticker going from the left bottom corner to the right top corner. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a thing now. So that sucks. <laughs> but get out there while you still can. Right. Well, uh, speaking of shows that have been canceled, we've been talking about. We we have an interview that just uh, I did with a couple of ladies from Tijuana Sweetheart. Uh and we're holding off for another week or two. The show was supposed to be next weekend, and it is postponed now until May. So shows around here and there getting postponed, but there is a new date for it. Uh, Razors in the night. Go follow them on, or Tijuana Sweetheart on social medias, and you can see uh, updated information on that as it comes out. We will be putting out the interview because we did it, and uh, I don't want to hold on to it until May. It'll probably seem not as relevant then <laughs> as, it will, <laughs> as it will last week when we, we got it recorded. So, uh, on that note, some shows that are happening uh, until further notice, I suppose. In California, Friday, January 14th, that's coming up this week. It's a free show, 21 and older, two beverage minimum, Vax cards, it's at... <laughs> Uh, back at the Maui Sugar Mill Saloon, you'll get to see Punk Rock Karaoke with 390 and Broken uh, Patron Saints. So go check that one out. Uh, let's see. What else we got uh, that's actually coming up soon? So Friday, January 14th, Audio Epidemic Records is presenting Dead Low, Casket Rots, Working Poor USA, Triggered, and they're appearing at Flashback Bar and Arcade in Hyannis, Massachusetts. That's M-A, right? Massachusetts? In... M-A? Yeah, M-A. That is Massachusetts. Okay, yeah. Uh, so you yeah. can go check that one out there. Uh, I would follow the bands that I'm mentioning, especially if you're interested, just in case there's any last-minute cancellations that other show. I don't know how close Hyannis is to... Uh, I forget where, somewhere just outside of Boston is where that Razors in the Night show was going to be next weekend, but that got canceled, so I would follow the band just in case, at this point, you never know. Uh, Friday, Saturday, there's some shows in California for the band. Uh, Down and Out, they're from Texas, they're playing with Omeos, uh, who's also from Texas, and if you go to, oh, some of these flyers are so hard to read. <laughs> uh, well, it's California. 
Venom Machine, The Paradox, Dead Punks, Noise Pollute, uh, With Liberty. It looks like those are bands that are playing. It is in California, so South El Monte, maybe. Anyway, go follow Down and Out Texas, and you'll be able to find out exactly where that show is. Also, 21 Gun Salute, Badass, Down and Out, and Omeos. They'll be playing with those bands. And that one's a little easier to read. That'll be in Pomona at Characters. So you can go check out uh, those shows down and out from Texas. I mean, if you're in California, how often do you get to see some uh, underground Texas bands, right? So go check those out. Uh, The band Kill Lincoln want to point out they're going to be doing a tour. They're from the East Coast, I think, like Washington, D.C. It's not coming up till May, but... Uh, the Slackers and We Are the Union, and one of those shows will be here in Salt Lake. So I'm just pointing mm-hmm. that out now. They'll be doing a handful of other shows on January 22nd in Philly. You'll get to see Beton Army, Dino's Boys, Violent Way, and Diamond Dogs. That's Diamond Dogs with a Z because Diamond Dogs with an S is over in Europe, and I don't, they're not coming over here for that show. It's Diamond Dogs with a Z that I believe are from New Jersey. I want to say New Jersey could be Philly, but they're they're uh in that area and so go check those out uh january 22nd uh unite to fight that is the name of the show it's going to be in los angeles uh you'll get to see battle flask social conflict latchkey kids evil way animals and children dope case ku machine no hue machine it's that's an h not a k uh hue machine so it's combining human and machine and Bullet Bumps, all of those bands, twelve bucks. It's eighteen dollars or eighteen and older uh, for that show. So get out and check that one out. That is all. Oh, actually, nope. There was that one I mentioned from last week. I'll mention again. <laughs> it's this Friday or Saturday, January fifteenth, at Characters in Pomona. You'll get to see Channel Three, Twenty One Gun Salute. Uh, oh, maybe Channel Three is not because I just did mention that. I'm reading two different flyers. I had two different flyers saved, so I didn't see Channel Three on that flyer. Go check them out. Go check out those shows. Eric, is there anything else we need to add, or are you ready for a great cover-to-cover album? Well, I don't got much else to add. I mean, I have shows on my list to uh, uh, to advertise for well into April, so I'm pretty stacked up on that. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just updating as I'm going along. But, yeah, I'm ready to uh, talk about albums. Let's do some albums. I think we have some good ones. Yes, we do have some good ones. Mine is uh, from a band just just from our neighbors to the north in Vancouver. They're a band called Baptists. 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 <laughs> Baptists. I yeah. thought it would be harder to find just because I thought when I would be looking for the band and information about the band and all that, that I would get a lot of religious things referring to Baptists. Yeah. Right? Especially but the ones from easy. Kansas. <laughs> 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 it was it was pretty easy, all things considered. So uh, you'll be able to find them if you like and go check them out. Eric, back to you. <laughs> yep, back to me. So yeah, the band uh, the band Baptists have been around for a while, and they've been creating a, a type of uh, a type of punk rock slash hardcore that is uh, very similar to what we were uh, talking about while we were on the Dangerous track. Uh, so yeah, a lot of uh, griminess in there, and one of the best comparisons I have is like a. A slightly more metallic and a less industrial uniform. And uh, if you remember uniform, they were uh, 
they were the band that released my favorite album of last year, Shame. And they have like a, uh, they have an old school 90s ministry sound and they just uh, brought that in with a lot of uh, sludginess and ruddiness and just sheer heaviness and <laughs> really made, they've really been making a name for themselves. So just think of that band, but just take away the uh, mechanical overlay and it sounds like, really Baptist sounds like if Uniform was playing live, which I can attest is... Just really heavy punk rock. You don't really hear the industrial, but damn it, it's still good. <laughs> so that's what Baptist has, and yes, it still is very good. They take a they cherry pick from a lot of different areas of hardcore. They got the weird little atonal uh, uh, chaos chords that you hear in like Converge and uh, Disembodied, and more <clears throat> up till more recently Crow Killer, that type of stuff. Okay, and and yeah, they have that. They have this very experimental feeling about them, shit that can be taken from uh, Refused, respectively, and also Snapcase, because they just kind of go a little wiggly in a few songs. And then they have songs that are just straight, they're just headbangers, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I was uh, really just trying to pick, uh, just trying to pick two songs from this one. Uh, even when I was trying to pick uh, my second one, which we will get to, it was just down to the wire on on another song. I'm like, fuck. So, yeah, I've talked this album up a lot. This is one that is uh, more on their uh, punk rock edge, and it's the song Outbreeding. Yeah, Outbreeding, I uh, don't really have much else to say about that. They just got a lot of, uh, they just got a lot of aggression towards uh, certain people. We'll get more onto that when I dissect the lyrics a little bit more. This is Outbreeding from Baptists. Yeah. 
Reading the lyrics along with that, you heard all the aggression on there. Absolutely. Really? It's uh, just kind of pointing out how uh, judging somebody based off of their pet. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's a... it's basically, uh, you know, outbreeding. You know, it's uh, not, you know, not uh, doing the inbreeding of uh, doing the, the purebred dogs. You know that. Does that make me an asshole because my dog was an asshole? He was a little asshole. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's sort of that same uh, <clears throat> kind of that same uh, subjective view. Subjective view people have on pit bulls. You know, everyone sees pit bulls as the aggressive kind. It's like. They're not. They're just protector animals. That was their. That's what they were bred for. They right. were nanny dogs, guard right. dogs. Yeah. So it's like particular. What's funny is uh, particularly Jesus Christ. Particularly in the last verse. There we go. I'm trying to mix three different words there. He's going. This fucker heads home now with Fluffy in tow and tells his old lady about this close call. She shrugs and nods. And nods says. What you'd expect from strangers who need dangerous pets. And I'm not opposed to putting them down, and I'm not alone, so inject the hound. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the yeah the, the verse previous was talking about how he's just looking at the dog, and it's like, oh, I hope he muzzles that thing because it looks like it's going to bite me. You know, you think of, you think of tough-looking dogs like uh, the respective pit bull or the Rottweiler or... Any, any dogs that look like that, like, it could just rip your head off. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. <laughs> but I just love that. He goes home with Fluffy in tow. <laughs> and I love the, and I love that chorus, just, out, breeding, leads will break. And if you know uh, lead, that's a, uh, that's an idiom. Not exactly an idiom. That's just uh, the way that they refer to a leash in in some cultures. The word I've heard the Brits say it a lot more. Where it's like a dog on lead. Yeah. Oh, the lead broke. <laughs> anyway, so that is one of the songs. <laughs> right. What's the other one? Because it's the, a great cover to cover album. What's the other one we're playing? The other one that you will be playing, and you, I'm pointing to you, the poster. The audience, come on, <laughs> is the song Carbide. Now, Carbide, that's a, that is a metal alloy, and it's one of the toughest. It's actually the type of metals that are used to make uh, drill bits and other types, of, other types of metals like that, and more specifically, bullet casings. So, yeah, this is a song about guns. Not specifically gun control or uh, the people who have guns. It's not like a... T- it's not like an objective uh, uh, slandering of those Second Amendment toting motherfuckers. No, this is actually something a bit different where it's like the gun is used as the first line of defense for everything, apparently. <laughs> and, and yeah, they're just, talking, they're just talking about like, come on. You know, if you're going to work something out, don't reach for the gun every time. Right. So that's where the... That's what the song's uh, objective is in Carbide. And this is a heavy one, and it is a bit of a longer track. It, what is it, about four minutes? Four, four and se- a half. Yeah, four and a half minutes. So trust me, it's worth it. I had to listen to uh, this one as well as another track just to really feel which one was going to be a better 
a better example of why this is a great cover-to-cover album. And like I said, down to the wire on this one. I listened to him about ten times over just to make a decision. So, yeah. With all that having been said, I hope I built it up enough. This song fucking rips, man. So, yeah, pull the trigger on it, I guess.
So yeah, that was Carbide. So hopefully now you can get you can grasp a better understanding of why I chose that for not just musically but lyrically as well. Like uh, that slow part where it's just uh, that that pretty much a breakdown. One of my favorite lyrics there is "Whatever happened to a tackle and punch, not a barrel aimed by half a disease?" Right. Yep. So yeah, it's just one of those things. People are just so reactionary that the fir- at the first sign of conflict is just like whoop draw. Yeah, that you're kind of uh, missing the uh, point of getting aggression out because this was actually something interesting. My uh, tattoo artist uh, told me the last time he was tattooing me. He's a he's an ex uh, military. He was in the uh, he was in the army. Uh, did a couple tours in Iraq. So. He knows what the army lifestyle is like. And one of the things he pointed out, you got a bunch of guys against a bunch of people who are just fueled by aggression and testosterone, who have been through the boot camp, who have been hammered over the head by the drill sergeants, just breaking them down and building them up again, that whole thing. So, yeah, they're uh, they're basically killing machines at that point. So, right. so yeah, and... There is always just this head-to-head combat within the ranks. There's always people who are just uh, getting argumentative. And he actually said when that shit happened, the drill sergeant would come in and he would be like, okay, what are you arguing about? All right. Do you have a gun? Do you have a gun? Okay, good. Here's some gloves. Go out back and work it out. Right. So I was like, uh, you serious? Go back and fight. Are you are you not going to fight? Okay, then shut up and let's go. <laughs> so, so many times people would just go out back. They have five minutes. They beat it out of each other. And then they come back. The sergeant go, all right, is it resolved? No. Okay, do it again. Because <laughs> it's like we can't afford to be at odds with each other. We need to be a cohesive unit. Right. And I just, I just loved how he was... How he was describing that, because yeah, there's a lot of aggression in these, uh, in those types of situations, and the first reaction should not be to pull a gun or to pull your gun, pull the trigger, and then, yeah, because there is a thing with like uh, getting to the fisticuffs, right? <laughs> you know, get get all People the need to understand, yeah, you get all the Remember physical that. aggression out of there, so. It's just uh, the thing where you become the punching bag. It's like you punch the bag long enough until you're worn out, and it's just like, okay, it's not worth the energy to get mad at anymore. Right. It's still a very thing, you know? Fucking physical uh, physical exertion of energy begets that of mental exertion. So, yeah. I mean, what's the physical exertion of just pulling a gun? just flexing the index finger. I'm with you. You know that they ha- definitely have a place. You know, if you happen to be carrying for protection, you know, we had there's incidents, the mass shooting incidents and stuff like that that happen around in places. Would be a great time to pull that out and defend yourself. If somebody is breaking into your home in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. great thing to defend yourself with because you have no idea what they're bringing to the table. But yeah. you road ragers and other morons <laughs> out there that resort to getting a gun, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? That 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 shit doesn't make any sense. The you get pissed off on the basketball court, so you go to your car and bring back a gun. Yeah. You know, those are sh- that's like, some shit I don't get. It's like, what are you going to do? You get kicked out of the game, or are you just going to go right in the middle of the stadium with an AK-47? Yeah. Right. That's, uh, that's what we call an overreaction. A bit. 
And there's another thing where it's like, uh, you know, the old saying, you brought a knife to a gunfight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that whole that whole thing comes from uh, this uh, uh, the street slang called an equalizer. Where it's like if you're a, if you're a small fry, a string bean, and you're getting picked on by this uh, beefcake of a man, right? And it's like you, and it's like he's coming to fight you. All right, you get an equalizer. You come back with a lead pipe or a baseball bat, so it just kind of evens out the playing field, right? Yeah. So it's like, so yeah, if you're just someone who doesn't know how to handle a gun, that's not exactly an equal. There's no equalizer to that, right? You can either get someone who is com- a complete maniac who is just like will walk right up to the barrel and goes, pull the trigger. I know you won't. Right. Which there have been a few that I've known. <laughs> uh, just uh, that's super tough. Right then, that's when it becomes a mental game. Yes. <laughs> it's, oh, it's crazy the way how violence just uh, cycles through our lives. Uh, so that was interesting. Anyway. <laughs> Carbide, right <laughs> by the by Baptists. Oh god, I, yeah, I love that album. Uh, like I said, there are multiple tracks that are just uh, really good on there. So I recommend some of the longer ones, especially like uh, uh, what was it, Eulogy, Eulogy Template, and uh, Bevel Down. That was the one that I almost chose for this one as well. Listen to Bevel Down; it's a really good one. Uh, Capsule is great. Gift Taker, Vicarious Trauma. Uh, the title track, Beacon of Faith, that's a great one. Yeah. I can't recommend this album enough. Go listen to it. If you like what you heard, then listen to more of their shit. That's all I got to <laughs> say. So, ba- Baptist, good on you. You released a hell of an album there. Well, good stuff. Uh, the band that I picked was a band that I came across recently, and... Uh, I've been, you know, I've got a list of bands to check out just from various sources that I'm finding them. And this, was this Spotify? This one might have been like a Spotify recommendation. (laughs) Uh, I don't listen to Spotify too often, but I I do occasionally when I'm in my car. Well, it's usually my truck because I don't have an iPod with all my music plugged (laughs) in out there, right? But uh, every once in a while I'll get recommendations. And so I'll throw them on a list, check them out. If I like them, I end up getting them on the show. And if I don't, they, they just get forgotten. In this case, (laughs) I came across this band and didn't get to listen to them right away, but they're on the list. And just recently I listened to them and I really liked it. And it was a release from earlier this year. I didn't catch it. Uh, hadn't even heard the band until I saw the recommendation. So I'm glad that I did. Uh, the band is Re- Restrisico, and it, they're a German band, so let's see if Google Translate will pronounce that better than me. Restrisico. 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 So, that's the band. They are from Göttingen in Germany. On April 16th of 2021, they released the album... Hollenbrot. Hollenbrot. That, well, that's not saying that it's in German for whatever reason. Uh, Brut is, I think, is strong. I'm not sure what the Holland is. Uh, it's probably, it probably is strong because I would assume like brute force. Something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, <coughs> yeah, Google Translate's not helped me out much there. But Hollenbrut is the name of the album that they released back in April. It's a really good album. I came across a lot of tracks. I really enjoyed a lot of the tracks on there. It's really great. Uh, I recommend you check it out. There, I think all the tracks were in German. I don't understand the majority of what they're saying, but doesn't change that I really do enjoy 
the what they're putting out. So let's listen to her. First track, we're going to listen to the title track, Hollenbrut. Uh, and we'll see what you think. I like it a lot. Here we go with Restrisico. <laughs> So I actually put it into the uh, the Google Translate app that I have on my phone, okay. and it roughly translates out to Hell's Brood. Oh, cool. Yeah. Way Hell's better Brood. than what I was coming up with. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 
brutal is actually a German ro- word too, and it actually translates out to brutally. So okay. brutal is a verb over in Germany, where over here it's just uh, an adjective. I got you. So, but yeah, English is a Germanic language, so we have a lot more in common with German than we do with any other language, which is pretty cool. I agree. Yeah. I, that is pretty awesome. Uh, the The next track I had a better sh- translation for. Uh, the German pronunciation. Golden Jahre. Jahre. Yes, which translates to golden years. I actually kind of figured that one out uh, on my own that there just because uh, I knew what years was uh, in German. <laughs> and golden, I was like, well, I'm sure it's probably golden years. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> the way that it was spelled, I honestly thought it was golden jar. Golden jar, nice. <laughs> yeah, or go- golden jars. Yes. Okay. I don't know, an E at the end of a foreign uh, European language most likely means that it's plural. It could. <laughs> it could very well. But in this case, you're right. It is. It's plural. Years. Golden yes. years. That's years. what we're going to listen to. Uh, great track. I think, you know, sometimes with certain albums, especially when it's a great album, just a lot of great tracks, sometimes bounce back and forth. At the time I was picking the tracks, I would say this one might have been my favorite so here we go with Ristrisico off of Olenbrut. The track again is Golden Yara. So Golden Years. Wenn man erstmal ein paar Schläge eingesteckt hat und einem klar wird, dass man nicht aus Glas ist, dann fühlt man sich nur lebendig, wenn man so weit geht, wie man gehen kann. Das war ich nicht! Wo sind all, wo sind all, wo sind all die ganzen geilen Jahre? 
too it's a cool band i like their sound uh i've said numerous times you know cer- certain languages just sound really cool and i think german is definitely one of them when they're singing even though mm. you know I-, I understand when well for the most part anyway depends on what you're listening to but it, when people are <laughs> singing it in english or supposedly singing in english <laughs> i can understand a lot of what they're saying oh yeah but when you know in other languages i i know some french i know some spanish very little german so most languages, I don't know what they're saying while they're singing. You know, I might be yeah. able to, oh, the album title or a song title, I might be able to decipher, figure out. But uh, for languages that you don't understand, I, I think that German, even though I don't understand what specifically everything they're talking about is, you know, if it varies much from the title of the track, then I have no idea what they're talking about. But sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I've said it numerous times, uh, Rammstein's the best example of that. Right? <laughs> it's like the songs, you hear them, and they just sound so aggressive, and they are, but you wonder what they're singing about. Some of their most brutal-sounding songs are really about BDSM, <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah, by all rights, is pretty brutal in its, uh, in its own way. It is a brutal endeavor. Right. But Rammstein just brings it up to the next degree. <laughs> Like, bastrafa mesh. That's punish me. <laughs> and to really uh, <laughs> re- to really send it home, when he plays it live, he is whipping himself on stage. Wow. Oh, yeah, he's a masochist. <laughs> that guy. He's built like a tree, but he loves getting the axe sent to him. What is that? Uh, Lindemann or something like that? Yeah, Till Lindemann. There you go. Yeah. He's, uh, oh, man. They're just such a unique band, but <laughs> I'll get to them at some other point. I played one song on the show of theirs once. It right. was uh, it was that last year actually. Well, <laughs> maybe another one, and it would probably fit in this section of the show, which is the non-punk portion of the show. Eric, what yeah. kind of non-punk track do you have for us? I just got straight heavy metal. There you go <laughs> from another band from Germany. Can't go wrong there. <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is they sound like a band also from Vancouver. Okay. <laughs> so the band in question is the band Knife. They are from Marburg, Germany, and they have a sound that is that I can easily relate to the band Three Inches of Blood. Okay. Which are which is the band that wrote Deadly Sinners. <laughs> that cool. is their runaway single, and uh, yeah, for better or for worse, that's a great song. They're a great band, and this is a great band, Knife. That is the band I'm talking about. They have an album out that is, uh, they're self-titled, 
And I got to listen to that, and it is uh, what I can accurately describe as heavy, more aggressive power metal. If you think of okay, yeah, if you think of power metal, those are the bands like uh, those are the bands like Dragon Force, like uh, Manowar, and uh, and even Dio to a lot of respects. They're very fantastical elements, just uh, stuff that can really be stuff that is basically just uh, conceived by D and D nerds. Okay. Pretty much, that's power metal in a nutshell. But other musical part, it is just the the very high pitched vocals, the uh, kick speed drumming. The it's just very fast, and just the melody behind it all. It just makes it sound like it belongs in a in a Lord of the Rings themed video game. Awesome. Yep that's my that's my take on power metal. A lot of it I I can't really get behind. It's just it is what it is. I like some of it, but some of it just gets way too. Just gets way too nerdy for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. I mean, I have my own, I have my taste, and there are those bands that I go back to and I really enjoy. Like I said, Three Inches of Blood, they are one of them. Heavy power metal, and yeah, I'd be considered a blasphemer if I were to talk shit on Dio. So I'm not going to. Also, because I love Dio. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> I mean, he's the man who uh, popularized the devil horns in the he metal is. community. Sure is. Yeah, maybe not invented it. Uh, people were doing that beforehand, but when everybody saw Dio doing it, he did it so often it became a trademark. That's awesome. So it's like, okay, we got it. <laughs> and I'm uh, losing the plot here a little bit. Get me talking on metal. I go any which way. I'm trying to keep it to the new metal that's coming out. This just came out last year, October 22nd of 2021, and. Yeah, if you like any of the metal that I had just described in the last uh, 90 seconds, then you are probably excited to hear this new track. Yeah, it's a new track. It's not even three months old. (laughs) Um, Yeah, here is the track from the band Knife, White Witch, Black Death. Obsession, we hear a chanting emanation. Hey. 
Yep. Like I said, it's your, uh, not your average power metal, but it is still power metal on the, uh, on the rougher, gruffer side of everything. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you think of, uh, it's kind of like a uh, power metal on the lighter side. You think of just these little string bean men with long hair and just these angelical voices. And then on the darker side, you have these big burly bearded dwarf looking motherfuckers and they're just like ready to just throw an axe at the first thing that moves. <laughs> these guys are uh, kind of in the in the middle. Okay. You know, they got the angelic voice and they got the 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 rough edges around them. So so yeah, it's kind of like uh, you can kind of describe it as World of Warcraft. <laughs> it's like you either got the Alliance or you got the uh, uh, I don't know what the dark side is, but the one was with all the orcs and demons and uh, who the fuck knows what else. Yeah, I, don't I don't play remember. it, so yeah, me either. <laughs> I don't play it, but I know some people who do. I, I know Corpse Grinder from Cannibal Corpse. He obsesses over World of Warcraft. Oh, cool. That's is like uh, one of his only tattoos is just the symbol for the uh, dark side of World of Warcraft. I don't know what it's called, but that is like the one tattoo that he has that's at least visible. So, yeah, the, <laughs> the singer of the most brutal band in death metal, and he's a wow aficionado. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's cool. Well, I'm going in a completely different direction as you. Uh, yes, he is. <laughs> I, I did a couple 80s Christmas tunes, and I thought, all right, I'm going to do some 80s tracks. I've talked about this. I did Duran Duran last week. I want to do some of their not-so-popular, not-heavy-hits-type tracks. And I'm only going to do, I think, about two months' worth, because I have some other stuff that I want to move on to in this category. But uh, I did want to you know, play some songs that kind of reflect a lot of the the 80s, a lot of it's going to be New Wave, but it's not all exclusively New Wave, but a lot of it will be New Wave that I listened to uh, growing up in my parents' vehicle and, you know, what was playing on the radio <laughs> and shit like that. Yeah. That's that's what I was hearing, and a lot of it I still enjoy. Uh, the band I'm going to play today is A Flock of Seagulls. They are very popular for that track, I Ran. They are typically considered a one-hit wonder because of the track, I Ran. Uh, I, I played one of my favorite tracks from them, Wishing If I Had a Photograph of You is the name of the track. I played that in like the first handful of episodes of SLC Punkcast way back in 2017. Another great track I like that obviously is not a hitter like I ran. Uh, if they were, they wouldn't be considered a one-hit wonder, is Space Age Love Song. It was also on the same album as I Ran, which was the self-titled A Flock of Seagulls that they put out in 82. Hmm. If you're not familiar with them, they're from Liverpool in the UK, and they formed in 79. That was the year I was born. They formed before I was born, the year I was born. Uh, and the album Flock of Seagulls came out just a couple years later, so that's enough of me talking about it. Uh, <laughs> Space Age Love Song, are you familiar with this one? No, I'm not quite familiar with the Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> You're not? So if you watched uh, the Adam Sandler movie, The Wedding Singer, right, that took place in the 80s, are you familiar with that movie? Yes, I am. And when he was trying to get on the airplane where Billy Idol was and Drew Barrymore towards the end of the movie, oh, yeah. and you remember the guy that had the, the haircut that kind of yes. was like the big swoop? <laughs> yeah. All right, that was a Flock of Seagulls influence. That's one thing. The There's two brothers in the band. One was the drummer and one was a singer. I think he did also did keyboards. I forget offhand. But uh, they the, they were, at least one of them, worked in a barber shop back then doing hair and stuff like that. And so yeah. 
stylized, that hairstyle is <laughs> synonymous, and the band is infamous for that hairstyle. <laughs> Along with nice. Iran, so you're probably not familiar with Iran, but here is Space Age Love Song coming at us from 1982. Slightly repetitive towards the end. Most 80s pop songs are. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Flock of Seagulls, Space Age Love Song. If you're familiar with Iran, well, guess what? They did put out other music. <laughs> and they are, they did do other things besides uh, make the the big, sl it was like the, 
hair and the, the thing coming forward. I'm, I'm describing it visually to Eric. I don't know how <laughs> to describe it to anybody else. A big uh, couple like side mohawks with a, a down, long down swoop across the middle. Is that yeah. about right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> That's a, probably the best way you could say it. Just sort of looks like a little crest you see on the old on the dinosaurs, specifically the hadrosaurs. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I'm not familiar with Iran, but I'm familiar with Iraq. Uh, walk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sit on that for a minute. <laughs> nice. Uh, that, that's it. That's what I have. Uh, I'm going to be playing some more uh, coming up soon. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing uh, some, some, you know, a lot of these things just because some of them are my favorite bands that I really enjoyed. But uh, a couple other ones like... Uh, Joy Division slash, slash New Order. I'm going to play uh, same yeah. episode. Uh, there was one specific track, Love Will Tear Us Apart, and I'll talk more about that when the episode comes, but uh, they're you know, very... from People uh, knew it because that track would get played on a lot of 80s, a lot of New Wave, and a lot of stuff like that, but that band is very punk or what was considered you know, the beginnings of post-punk. Oh, and, yeah. The beginning of Dark Wave as well. Right. And so I'm looking forward to playing them as a punk band. And then uh, if you're unfamiliar with the band, Ian Curtis hung himself. And we'll get more into that uh, when the episode comes. It'll be either next one or the one after. Uh, the remainder of the band went on to form New Order. And I'll be playing them as the 80s track during that episode. Uh, big fan of both. I watched a, a movie that was you know, based on real life events of the band Joy Division it was really cool. Heard a lot of the music that I hadn't really heard that uh, of Joy Division before, and have since become quite a fan of Joy Division. So I'm looking forward to playing both of those same episode. But that is that's it. We're gonna wrap up the show. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for listening all the way up to this point. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, SLCPunkcast.com. Probably some other places, too. You found us somewhere, but uh, we're available. You can find us. <laughs> <laughs> the bands can be found on Instagram at absolved.hc, at b underscore squadron underscore oi, at lagwagon1989, at we underscore r underscore dangers, at baptists x punk, at restricico underscore band, at k.n.i.f. F dot e dot official. So knife looks like, like an acronym, other than it's not capitalized. <laughs> Kinda. But a dot in between each of the letters of knife official. And the shows at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? Let's see. Uh, knife. Kin never is a fucking essential. <laughs> we'll say that. <laughs> nice. Anyway, you can find me on Instagram. Personal is uh, at scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. Um, the Instagrams for my bands are at anonymous underscore band official and at heart of dark 801 SLC. The Instagrams for the podcasts that I am on is at assault city CP at wreckcast and at lead melodies underscore podcast. Like I said earlier in the show, episode two will be coming out next Monday. Soldiers of destructions, cause and effects, my album review of that and it is, uh, I got a lot to say about it. 40 minutes worth of, of, uh, God, of music and 
review, pretty much. <laughs> Say that. Okay. Uh, as for the Facebooks of such, for uh, for my band, it's at Anonymous SLC, and the Bandcamp is excuse me, Anonymous SLC And uh, for all the aforementioned podcasts, you can find it on Facebook at Circle Pit Radio at Wrecked Podcast, and at lead.melodies.podcast.slc, and you can find that all on circlepitradio.com. And also on my Facebook is, also on the Facebook is the page that I manage at SLC Hardcore. Keep up to date with all the hardcore slash punk rock shows slash metal shows that are happening around Salt Lake or within uh, the vicinity of the valley. Probably Boise sometimes as well. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. If any of one of our bands makes it up that that north or Pocatello that south, sometimes, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Pocatello. Idaho Falls been a few shows up there. So yeah. Basically any goings on of bands, shows and releases and uh really if someone is getting called out for being a horrible person, yep, you can find it all on SLC Hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, you can find all the bands on Facebook at B Squadron at well, it's B hyphen Squadron at Thankless Graft at Lagwagon at Dangers HC at Baptists uh, at Restricico.punkrock at KnifeOfficial.de. The show's at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for episode 246. Eric, any final thoughts for a wrap up show? Uh, don't squander your time on this mortal plane, my friends. And we were saying earlier about the cogs in the machine, you know, cogs in, cogs out, garbage in, garbage out. Be the, don't be either, be the, be the person that you want to be. And uh, like I said, don't squander your time. Don't be doing something that you feel obligated to do so. I have done that for a lot long, for a a lot of times and a lot longer than I care to admit. I will not disclose that information here because... Episodes long enough as it is. <laughs> <laughs> but the message still stands true. You got very few time, you got very few minutes on this planet. So do what you need to get done and keep yourself always in mind. Anyway, play the fucking outro. <laughs> <laughs>